Today I'm going to be singing quite a different tune than I have before on this podcast. We made it through the first half of my philosophy. We made it through the one side of the coin where I talk about being humble and kind. And what that means to me. I've also discussed other things as well. But the most reoccurring theme was about having humility and being kind in order to make the world a better place, achieve Zen, and create harmony between you and other people. Which is worthwhile in itself. And there's a time and place for that. Now we're going to go over the other side of the coin, embracing your arrogance and giving up on humility to a point. Being truly confident. And you see, I believe that all of us, with our worldviews, we all have two sides to the coin. The same coin. We have a yin and yang. Where we have the chaos and we have the structure. And I believe that there is a time and place for everything, including uh, arrogance. And so today I want to talk about that. When it comes to ego, there's a lot of people that think the ego is a bad thing when the ego is simply a sense of self. People think it's bad to think highly of yourself. That's kind of a weird thing to think. A lot of our greatest people in history, men and women alike, thought quite highly of themselves and their abilities to be successful and make the world a better place, and they fulfilled that. They didn't water themselves down. They didn't make themselves less so other people could be more and feel secure. The ego is demonized by people who don't, th- who don't want others to think highly of themselves and they don't want anyone doing better than them. Or also simply misinformed people who don't understand what the ego is. And now I'm going to talk about Timing, placing, and motivations. Are you surrounded by people that want you to think highly of yourself? I'll give you a few seconds to reflect on that. Are you surrounded by people that want you to think highly of yourself? Are you surrounded by people that cheer for you when you succeed or even by chance do better than them? I'll give you some time to think on that. I'll say it again. I'll ask it again. Are you surrounded by people that cheer for you when you succeed or do better than them? Are you surrounded by people that want you to water yourself down or they want to take you down a notch so they can feel secure and take advantage of you? Hmm. It'd be horrible to say yes to any of these questions. You see, when we hold power and influence in a situation, I do think it's important to be humble and kind. And the thing is, I don't think that we should be kind or humble to a fault. I think it's okay to think highly of yourself and hold yourself in high regard. 
I think it's okay to fully believe in yourself and fully love yourself and your abilities and share that with the world. I think it's perfectly okay to feel like you will succeed and then pursue that, do the work, be responsible, and outperform people and be proud of it. I think that is okay. We have to think about the timing and placing of things. When we go to church, it's best to be humble and listen and to observe and listen to the teachings of the religion. You see, a lot of people do the same thing, except as soon as they get back in their car and then someone cuts them off, they go into road rage and they want to hurt or kill the person that offended them on the road. And I wouldn't expect the average person to be truly virtuous or humble anyway. Like, I don't even know if altruism could actually really happen where you do something solely for someone else's benefit. You can get a lot of status and respect by being altruistic or humble and kind. You can be rewarded for it. Is it possible to do these things and deny the rewards? Or, I mean... I'm not saying selfishness is bad, but I'm saying to do something for someone else's benefit solely, is that possible? It's a good question to think about. And, you know, it's like when you're at the grocery store and you almost run into somebody, like you initiated that potential accident, and you say, oh, I'm sorry, excuse me. You see, you're the one who wielded power and influence in the situation because you're the initiator. You're the one who caused the situation to happen. And when you're humble with your power and influence, you go, I'm sorry. I gotta watch where I'm going. People respect and love that. However, when you're not in a position of power or influence and you're not the person who caused the situation and you apologize anyway... People think kind of lowly of that. And you see, you can get love and respect, you know, by being humble and kind. However, if you do it to a fault and you pursue that ideal of humility and kindness, you, you could potentially end up becoming a people pleaser, someone who's too nice, someone who's invisible, and won't get recognition for the work they have done. And I don't think we should do or pursue anything to a fault. Hence why we're entering the other half of the podcast here. And then we can dive into other things after that. You see, the reason I started everything off with humility as the main message and kindness is because that really does make the world a better place. When we are in a position of power and influence, and we are humble and kind and forgiving, we, we create harmony and zen for ourselves and other people. And that can earn you a lot of respect and status by itself. And more importantly, the most important core reason that um, I, I preached kindness and humility and all that is because... It, it leads you to your default self. It leads you to the proper foundation 
to build upon confidence and arrogance and other tools you will need for the other side of the coin, the other side of the world, the other side of philosophy. And now we have to look at the motivations of other people. There are people who will feel insecure that you're doing better than them and you think more highly of yourself than they do of them, them own selves. You think highly of yourself and they don't think highly of themselves, they will get jealous and envy of that and tell you to water yourself down. Be humble. Be more kind. Be more humble. You're allowed to be proud of being the shit. You're allowed to be proud of who you are. I'm subscribed to Inside Edition on YouTube. It's part of the ways I keep informed about stuff. And in the comment section, everyone's virtue signaling. When a tragedy happens, oh, I feel so sorry for the family. Love and peace to all. Blah, 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 blah. Or even at church, come as you are. <laughs> you know, like, there, there's certain places in life people like to put on the act that they are a good person. I'm not saying literally everyone in the comment section of Inside Edition is a bad person and faking it. I'm not saying every churchgoer is faking it either. I'm saying that a lot of them are. You know, it's part of how people have social cohesion. People parrot what other people do. People monkey see, monkey do what other people do to fit in. And they'll do whatever it takes to look like a good person so they have good standing with the, with the tribe. And the thing is, we're all wild animals. There, there really isn't much separating us from other animals. Sure, we're more intelligent and we can build things like refrigerators and complex economic systems where people have to pay taxes and we have rationale, morals, and ethics and we can set our emotions aside for a temporary amount of time to make better choices. Yeah, sure. But that's really not much. I truly believe a lot of people are law-abiding because they're motivated to obey the law because of the consequences if they don't. If they don't obey the law, they could face time in jail or time in prison or even get the death penalty for various amounts of time. I truly believe that if murder was not criminal, it was legal and the cops couldn't do anything about it, all the people who don't like you, even if it's just vaguely, they would probably try to kill you. I truly believe that. I don't believe that everyone is motivated to be a good person for the sake of it. I believe a lot of people, not everybody, I'm not even saying most, I'm just saying a lot of people, whatever measurement that would be, I, I believe more than we realize that's the point that I'm trying to make. I believe more than we realize, a lot of people are only motivated to be a good person, to have social cohesion and be rewarded by the tribe, and also to avoid consequences such as jail, prison, and the death penalty, or other things. I, I don't believe people are as virtuous as they seem. You know, like... Um, I remember watching a Reddit video thing and they were talking about, 
students who committed suicide and the teachers were venting on Reddit about how pissed they were that the bullies were trying to get validation from the whole scenario. Yeah, and, and that's really how animalistic some people are. More than we realize, there's people who fake being a good person. Like, there's a lot of people who do bad things and don't feel bad about it. And usually it's because they weren't caught. I don't believe that everyone is motivated to be a good, virtuous, humble, kind person just for the sake of it. Though I do believe people could genuinely pursue being a good, kind, humble, virtuous person just for the sake of it. I just don't believe it's as many people as we think. And yeah, there are people who will want to water you down. There are people who will want to take you down a notch so you don't feel as good about yourself because they don't like it that you think highly of yourself. And they don't like it that you're doing better than them. But none of this is to say humility and being humble and kind isn't important. I believe no matter how confident or arrogant you choose to be, you should always remember that you should be humble in the sense that you recognize that we all make mistakes, bad decisions, hurt ourselves, and other people. And also that we are responsible for our choices and we should atone for our wrongdoings. I believe that is the long and short of what it should mean to be humble for everybody. No matter how confident or arrogant you may be. Or even depressed. Or how low you think of yourself. And I believe that we should be confident in the sense that we create evidence that we have the abilities to succeed in our endeavors. And that we hold ourselves in high regard. If we don't respect and love ourselves, then how could we expect other people to do the same? Not to say they couldn't, but how often would it be? Precisely. In my most confident days, from 2017 to 2019, I was very much attractive to other people, not just women. And that's when I had the most sex in my life, is when I was the most confident. I'm talking, like, delusional confidence. There's nothing wrong with that either. There's nothing wrong with people feeling good about themselves and thinking highly of themselves, even if they haven't earned it. There's nothing wrong with it. Let, let people be happy. You know, um, the reason I chose to be humble in 2020 and pursue that ideal is because that was when I was becoming most successful and having the most power and influence I've ever had in life. I was the executive assistant to a successful real estate broker, a real estate entrepreneur. And the more money I was receiving, I wanted to make sure that I used it to do good things. Not for social validation, not for social cohesion, not so people will feel good about me because that's who I wanted to be if I had the most power and influence I ever had. It was strictly for myself. Selfish intent, but for the right reasons. And I was getting interesting results from that lifestyle of being humble and calm. Uh, I mean, being humble and kind, you know, uh, I, I, 
conversations lasted longer with me because I was a better listener and observer. I was choosing to be understanding as opposed to judgmental. I was quiet. I didn't draw a lot of attention to myself. It made me more mysterious and interesting. People respected me for how I treated them. I treated everyone fairly regardless of my feelings. However, I became less attractive to women. And um, I wasn't getting noticed with a lot of different things. Um, I wasn't getting the recognition I felt I deserved. So even though for the most part it was worth it and it was worthwhile and it gave me good results, eventually it made me miserable. Because I missed thinking highly of myself. I missed being boisterous. I missed um, drawing attention to myself. I miss um, having a lot of female companionship and sex. I missed a lot of different things. And I do still stand by what I said earlier in this podcast a few times, that confidence and humility are not mutually exclusive. However, it's easier to treat them as if they are. It's easier to be less humble and more confident and manage it that way. You have to be a special type of person to be able to properly balance both at all times. And for me, I'm taking the easy way out. I'm taking the shortcut. Why? Because I want to feel good about it. (laughs) I, I want to be more confident than humble. So when it comes to arrogance, be arrogant, be arrogant in the sense that you are better than the people you oppose. If you have stood up for yourself or you stood for something, you gained enemies in life. And if you don't have any enemies, then you probably aren't standing for anything. You're probably a fence sitter that falls for the middle ground fallacy. I have it right here pulled up, actually. Well, I don't know, pulled up on the computer. It's a poster on my wall of logical fallacies. The middle ground fallacy. Saying that a compromise or middle point between two extremes must be the truth. And that's all I'm going to say on that. And, you know, like, like Aristotle said, a friend to everyone is a friend to no one. I think Winston Churchill said what I quoted earlier a few seconds ago that... He said something like, I think it was Winston Churchill, he said something like, you have enemies? Good, that means you stood for something. It's a good quote. I do believe it to be true. Which, by the way, I made a new enemy in my universe. In the Chad Hostock universe, I officially have 13 enemies. I, I actually have a list of people that I want out of my environment at all times. And that's how I define an enemy. Someone that wants you out of their environment and someone you want out of your environment. And the the thing is, is that uh, there's this really nosy gas station cashier that will ask me all these questions about my life and would make assumptions about me. And it's like, look, I'm just trying to pay for these two for four dollar rock stars. You know, I'm trying to mind my own business here, and she got upset about it. I mean, she's a new enemy in the Chad Hostin universe. <clears throat> I want her out of my environment. I don't want her out of the gas station anymore. <laughs> but uh, furthermore, like I was saying, you know, a little recap: be arrogant in the sense that you are better than you oppose. 
uh, yeah, like we can be objectively better than other people, especially at the things we want to succeed in. It could even be trivial things. Lifting more weights than somebody. Getting more girls than, than your friend. You know, th there are things we're going to be better at than other people. Not all people are created equal. And equality is a stupid fucking thing to shoot for. So, yeah. Um, I think it's okay to be arrogant in the sense that you know you're better than the people you oppose. Especially your enemies. And it's also okay to know that you're better than other people at the things you're best at. I think that is okay. To acknowledge that you are objectively better at that one thing than the other people. Who are worse at it. And then the other thing is, be arrogant in the sense that, most importantly, what you do leaves a positive legacy. Think of Alexander the Great. That guy literally thought he was a god. That's delusional confidence right there. And that's cool. He truly believed that about himself, and it led him to dominating most of the world. He was leading the Macedonians. Alpha as fuck. He was probably fucking all these different bitches, man. He could probably have any bitch he wanted. Incredible. You know? And so, I, I, I do stand by it is important to be humble, but in the right time and place. But I do think it's also important to have confidence in yourself. That you have the ability to succeed in your endeavors. And that you are responsible for your choices and you atone for your wrongdoings. Be humble in that regard. But be confident in the, the regard that you create evidence that you have the abilities to succeed in your endeavors. And you hold yourself in high regard. That's what I meant. And it's okay to be arrogant in the sense that you acknowledge you are objectively better than somebody else at something. And most importantly, you use your positive self-image to leave a positive legacy. And how to be genuinely confident? Well, there's two things I recommend. One, act as if you are your most successful self and live to it. And create evidence you, you can succeed in your endeavors. And this will be the first episode to mark the, the other half of my philosophy. <laughs>